Are you ready to start living the life of your dreams? Are you ready to invite the magic, the stories and the lessons to take your life to the next level? I'm Nicole Winley, and I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. Because when you feel good, when you believe in yourself, success and achievement are just around the corner. Ain't nothing fabricated here. It's real stories from real people to guide you through life's ups and downs. Let today be the start of something new. Let today be the day that you change any belief that limits you. Welcome to Believe and Achieve It. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and as you guys know, I say this every time. I'm so excited for my guest today. I have to tell you guys, we have been chatting for uh, 45 minutes, and I said, okay, we have to stop and hit record because I feel like all the magic happens before I hit the record button. So welcome, welcome to Believe It Achieve It. This is a good friend of mine. You guys will be getting into our story on how we met and how it all kind of jives together. So here is Karen Wood. Welcome to Believe It Achieve It. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. Absolutely. So Karen, you are, you're a lot, you're a lot of things, but (laughs) right now you are, your passion in life is your yoga, right? Yeah. And, and spreading it around to everyone. And then, um, you know, we were chatting and she's also started a group and getting into coaching. I mean, you're just doing all the things. So Mm -hmm. can you just kind of explain who you are and kind of tell your story? I know you and I chatted about your story, but if you just want to quick kind of fill people in on how you went from corporate to living your best life. Yeah, thank you. So I have been in the corporate world for, was in the corporate world for 25 to 30 years, worked in the property and casualty insurance field for a very long time and many different leadership and executive leadership positions and was very successful and felt satisfied in some ways and a whole lot unsatisfied in other ways. And so you know, met a lot of people, had a lot of opportunities, learned a lot of things and was able to help a lot of people to advance in their careers, et cetera. And that was something that I was very passionate about and probably the most satisfying aspect of all the work that I've done and always kind of felt like something was missing. Mm. And part of it was that I wasn't living my passion. And mm. <laughs> you were when living I started, life, which is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, that's part of it. That is actually now part of my passion is to help people to really connect to themselves, to connect to their bodies, to listen to the messages that their bodies are telling them, to recognize the difference between what they really want versus what they've been conditioned to believe that they want. And so, Yeah, you know, I was conditioned to believe that getting a a great, you know, a six figure corporate job was, you know, what you did. You know, that's what you did. And like that was success. And I was like, why doesn't this like really feel like success to me? And part of it was because that wasn't what I was passionate about. What I'm passionate about 
is helping people, working with people, helping other people to get in tune with themselves and recognize what's happening, what's happening in their bodies, what's happening in their minds. Like, and not, I'm not passionate about making corporations lots of money. I'm just not passionate about that. I wanted to, wanted Tony Rob, one of his quotes that I love saying, and I remember it, it was just like, wow. And it's success without fulfillment is your ultimate mm. failure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <gasps> yeah. And so I'm a firm believer, firm believer. I've had a lot of experiences in my life. I've been through a lot of traumas. I've had a lot of loss. And, you know, my sister, I had, I have five brothers and one sister and my sister was my very best friend and we were six years apart in age. And, you know, my sister died of cancer at 52. And then that was what, seven or eight years ago now. And after my sister died, it really made me, it's like, you know, when you have a loss like that, you, Mm -hmm. it's really a wake up call. And when my sister Unfortunately, died, yeah. Yeah, yeah, truly, truly. And when my sister died, it was really a wake-up call to, you know what? This isn't rehearsal. This isn't dress rehearsal. This is life. This yeah. is it. This is life right here, right now, every minute, what we're doing right here, right now. And so if you're not fulfilled, if you're not truly happy and living your passion right now, like, what are you waiting for? Because- like, when is it going to happen? Or have you just resigned yourself to, you know, whatever? Waking like, up, hitting the rushing My doesn't matter. Like, what are you waiting for? So, you know, that was my wake-up call. And that is when I started to get really clear on a lot of different things in terms of not staying in relationships that didn't really fulfill me. Mm. So made a choice that you know, after 20 years in a marriage and three absolutely beautiful and incredible and awesome children that we've had together and a really great guy who was married to a really great guy, but didn't feel completely fulfilled. He wasn't the great guy for you. I know I say that a lot. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean you're, you're bad. He's bad. Nobody's bad. Nobody's bad. Exactly. Exactly. And it was just that that relationship was complete And so it's unfortunate that in our society, so many people Mm. view it as a win or a loss or success or failure. I mean, relationships are so much more complicated than that. And there's no need to put relationships on a measuring stick. The way I describe it is as soup. So when you come to a relationship, each person brings their own set of ingredients And so based upon your background and your experiences, et cetera. And so each person brings their own ingredients and you come together and you make soup. And sometimes the soup is really awesome. (laughs) It tastes really great and it's delicious and it's wonderful and it works. And sometimes the soup just isn't quite right. You know, it's And, and so you know, so oh my God, I love this, right? It doesn't have the right <laughs> spice. It doesn't have the right <laughs> missing something. It's missing. Yes, yes. And so, and maybe the soup is okay, you know, oh. but I wanted awesome soup. Like I wanted- Oh, I like, love this. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted the soup that 
It was like off the charts, like Michelin rated soup. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I'm, I mean, I'm going like, we need to add some spice. We need to throw that one out. That one's a little spoiled. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you just don't know because each person is like, you know, a walking history, right? Okay. And you, you were raised differently. You have, based upon how you're raised, you have different thoughts and ideas about how things, quote unquote, should be. And here I'll drop my favorite saying of all time. Oh, I'm ready for this. <laughs> Don't should all over yourself. Oh, don't should all over yourself. Like we should all over ourselves all the time. Like I should do this. I should do that. I, you know, or I should have done this or I should have done that. It's like, you know what? I actually try to carve that word out of my language. I tried to take can't out. Somebody told me to stop saying can't. And now I kind of, I have this like invisible eraser when I say can't. I'm like, oops. Yeah. And I like erase the T in my mind. And I'm like, okay, I would rather not do that. I can't. I'd rather not. Well, (laughs) and and so I've tried to remove can't. (laughs) Absolutely. It's the very same thing with should. It just makes you more aware of, okay, I should do that. Okay. Why? Says who? Ah. Why? Like, Society, yeah, your society. I should stay married because that's what you're supposed to do. Yes, or because that's what the church thinks you should do, or you know that's what all your friends think Mm -hmm. you should do, or like, but who's in the relationship? Like, who is it that's actually in the relationship? And are you being fulfilled or are you not? And again, it's not a criticism. It's not a judgment. And I will tell you that that was the hardest experience in my life. No, no doubt. Hands down the hardest experience in my life, because I love and care about that person tremendously. And it was difficult to say, this isn't bringing me everything that I feel I need because I had actually kind of grown up with a perspective that you, you shouldn't need anything. You should just give, 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 take care of everyone else. But when you took care of yourself, that that was selfish. So I was raised kind of in that, in that kind of thought Mm, process. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so to actually, as an adult say, you know what, I don't buy into that. I don't really buy into that. Like, I don't see taking care of myself as being selfish. I actually see it as being necessary in order for me to fully show up and be able to be for others. I have to take care of myself first. I have to be for me first. And so it's tough. Change is hard. And Change is the only constant in this world. It's actually a concept. I don't know if you're familiar with Vipassana meditation, but I recently did a Vipassana meditation retreat and it's a non-sectarian meditation style and type. It doesn't promote any specific religion. It doesn't promote any specific type of belief system, anything like that. 
it's entirely focused on the concept of being okay with what is like allowing yourself to just sit. It's a silent meditation. And so this particular meditation, I went to a 10 day silent meditation. Oh my gosh. I remember seeing your stuff, your post on that. And I was like, Oh yeah. I don't want to say I can't. Do that. That's right. Don't say I could. I could. That's right. (laughs) And it was fabulous. It was so amazing, and it was life changing. So it's ten days of silence, ten days of no eye contact. You don't even make eye contact with other people. You you bring your gaze down as you walk by each other. My God, I'm picturing Julia Roberts and Eat, Pray, Love. It's truly trying to mimic the life of a monk. So that you spend 10 full days and you meditate from 4.30 in the morning until 9.15, at night every day. And then you sleep and you get up and do it again. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And the things that come up and all of that. But there's a concept that you learn about that's called anicca. Anicca. It's an ancient Pali word. Pali is the language that came before Sanskrit. And so it's an ancient Pali word. And what it means, the basic concept of it is that everything is constantly changing. Everything is impermanent. So as we're talking right now, we're both aging. Our bodies are changing. Uh, You know, as we're talking right now, the earth is rotating on its axis. It is changing. As we're talking right now, these computers that we're using and this equipment that we're using is aging and it will deteriorate in time. Every single solitary thing in this world is constantly changing. And so everything arises and passes, arises and passes. And so it really This style of meditation really brings your awareness to the fact that there's no need to worry or get stuck on anything because it will change. So if you're feeling incredibly, incredibly sad, it's okay. Just be with it and breathe. It will change. If you're feeling bored, it's okay. It will change. (laughs) If you're feeling excited, that too will change. If you're feeling like overwhelmed, it's okay. That will change. Everything is impermanent. Every mm. single thing is impermanent. And yet we're and so once, afraid of change. Yes. And it's the <laughs> only constant. It is the absolute only constant. And when you actually wrap your head around that and really sit with it, it really helps you to realize That if you just, in those moments where you feel like totally and completely overwhelmed with whatever, if you just simply sit still and silent and just be with it, it's okay. Uh, Yeah, I always say it's okay okay. to be not okay. Yes, completely. (laughs) Absolutely. It's one of I'll have some of my friends will reach out to me and say, Oh, Nicole, I'm beating myself up. I've got this or that. I was sad today. And I'm like, it's okay. That's exactly right. It's okay. There's an excellent book called Permission to Feel by Dr. Mark Brackett. 
that really talks about all the different emotions and how it's okay to feel them. Actually, Brene Brown just released her latest book, Atlas of the Heart, which also talks about all the different emotions and how it's so interesting because Brene shares that they did a study, actually Dr. Mark Brackett and Brene Brown both did the same study and came up with the same results. 7,000 people were interviewed and asked to name, name the emotions, name the emotions that you're aware of. And on average, how many emotions do you think people were able to name? Five, six, three. Ah! Sorry. My dog's just looking at me like, what? (laughs) Three, happy, mad, mad. and sad. Yes. Three emotions. So if we as a society only have language. That's happy, sad, mad. The two identify (laughs) happy, mad, and sad. Why are we so surprised that we have difficulties having successful relationships? Right. When you want to be happy and thankful and grateful and excited. (laughs) When there's so many different emotions and yet for the most part, people can only identify three of them. And so if we only can identify three of them and, and we only have language really to talk about three of them, we are, it has been scientifically proven now, we are emotional beings that sometimes think. Oh. We are emotional beings <laughs> that sometimes think. And hmm. so if that is who we are, Like we really need to know and understand more about the feelings that we have Mm -hmm. and have a language to be able to talk about them and communicate about them. So speaking of your, oh, Brene Brown, I just looked over at my sticky note I have over here and I've been kind of organizing my my office in my life and Brene Brown's written down here. So she, okay, she's popping in, she's popping in. So (laughs) tell us how she kind of really... Got you to kind of change your mm. life in a sense. Yes. Right? Yes. I had actually been laid off from a corporate position mm-hmm. and it was fall of 2019. Mm, and right I decided, you know what? This is the perfect time. What a gift. This is the perfect time to step back and say, what do I really want to do? What is my passion? Mm. What do I want to do? So I had actually been listening to Brene Brown's podcast during COVID called Unlocking Us, where Brene Brown actually interviews Glennon Doyle about her book, Untamed. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is this is me. Like they're talking directly to me. Like I felt like, <laughs> yeah. And that I was said, your oh, aha, right? Go back yes, over. Was that was aha my moment. aha. That was completely my aha. And I said, you know, I'm going to see if anybody else wants to read this book with me and maybe we'll get together on zoom and talk about it. So I reached out on social media to see if anybody else wanted to do it. And 25 people came back and said, yes, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I want to do it. Ultimately, I think we had about 17 to 20 people that actually did 
show up every single week. And we talked about it. I used my experience. I called on my corporate life experience. And so every week I would create thought-provoking questions and I would send them out in advance to everyone and say, hey, if you want to journal on these ahead of time, great. Mm -hmm. I would pull out different quotes and I would do different research on different people who had perspectives, just like this Dr. Mark Brackett or you know, I might pull from some of the yoga books that I have because I have been practicing yoga for 16 years and I've been um, teaching yoga for over seven. Mm, You're going to love my podcast next week. Oh, I'm so excited about it. Awesome. I can't wait. She's a yogi and she kind of wrote a book on eat, pray, love. It is. I was like, oh my gosh, is it okay if I say this? She goes, I'm honored that you would, uh, you know, even put me in that category. So it's very cool. I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm really excited. I can't wait to hear it. So, So, yeah, so your book club essentially turned into a woman's group, right? Yes, the book club wound up turning into a basically a women's workshop um, because everyone was like, this is not book club because so often (laughs) we wouldn't even talk about the book. It wasn't about the book. It was talking about the topics that are really deep and meaningful that people want to talk about and they were. But where do you do it? You got deep like, instead so, of going superficial and talking about the cheesecake that yes. you know, Sally brought. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so there were conversations about sex, conversations about racism, conversations about relationships, and conversations about infidelity, conversations about, you know, when is it okay to lie? Mm. You know? And you and I had talked a little bit about this previously, but like one of the most interesting questions too is, have you ever been in a loving relationship, like truly loving relationship where you've had sex when you didn't want to? And every to this point, and I've done this program now for almost two years, and to this point, Every single woman raises their hand when I ask that question mm-hmm. about, sure. have you ever had sex when you didn't And who's going to gonna talk about that on a regular? Who's going to, yeah. Well, like, who's going to talk about that when you're, like, at Cheesecake Factory, like, having dinner? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I had sex last night, and I didn't really want to. And, <laughs> like, what? No, that's just not what people are talking about. And yet, you know, we have these deep, meaningful conversations around Like, why is that? What is the programming that we have received either from our families or from society or wherever that lead us to believe that it's necessary for us to do that? Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why do we feel that's necessary? So basically the women's workshops are all around recognizing the programming And they're real and raw, which is the name of it. Raw. Yes. (laughs) Real, authentic. It's totally it. Real, authentic women. And we get completely raw. Raw. Uh, There is no topic that's off limits. There is no question that's off limits. And there's equally no pressure. So no one is required or pressured into answering any question. It's always an invitation. And so the question is just simply thrown out there and, you know, who, like, would anyone like to share? And if Mm. someone wants to share, they can share. And if they don't want to share, that's totally fine. 
And what has happened is absolutely incredible. Right. Um, Which is, is right. So we're going to lead into it because this, we didn't even talk about this, but this is the whole, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. This is what it all came into, right? What has come to be. So, yes. And so what, what's happened is women in those groups have the opportunity to share things that they've never shared before, that they've carried with them silently for years and years and years. Women who have shared that they've been sexually abused mm-hmm. and have never told anyone before. Women who shared that they've been in a marriage that they really didn't want to be into. They knew on the honeymoon oh. that, that they didn't want to be in the relationship. And here it is 25 years later. Women who have shared their fears about being alone mm. because they are older and don't have children and aren't married. <laughs> Did you just describe me? And, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, we, we talk about it all, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, because it's all real yeah, and it's all stuff that we're all facing and it's all, but it's and some people are afraid of, to go to somebody, you know, yes. where you and I have a mutual, <laughs> how, yes. you know, Hey, Janet Finneman. We yes. all know if you listen to Women Achievement, you know Janet Finneman. She She's brings badass. some of the most amazing people together. Some of the most amazing relationships I have today are because of Janet. So yeah. Thank you, Janet, for connecting us together. Yes. And so Janet, Karen, tell us. Yeah, go ahead. Janet has like directed many people to my women's groups too. Right. Oh, she's, she's amazing. amazing woman. I know it makes y'all jealous. You need to come to Jacksonville, right? <laughs> <Maybe> yeah. <not. laughs> mm-hmm. So tell us, so the book club that just by chance happened, right? Then turned yes. into your women's raw, a real yes. authentic women group. I mean, just changing people's lives, at, you know, oh, it's beautiful. And so now it's turned into even more. So what is, yes. what do we have now? And so now, so I also teach beach yoga. So I've been saying that I teach yoga and I've done that for seven years. I know and I have yet to come to your yoga class. Yes, you need to uh, come, girl. Oh my well, goodness. It's a little early for me. And I don't, when I say early for me, I finally, a couple of years ago, I had a mentor of mine say that it's okay to not be going that early in the morning. And I was like, thank you. Finally, (laughs) he doesn't schedule anything before 10 a.m. That doesn't mean he's in bed. It's that he's working on his life. So my two, I have two hours in my morning that are very important to me. Yeah. So um, it is a little early because y'all go at like seven, right? We do 7.30 on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday and 9 a.m. on Fridays. However, when the weather is nicer and the days are longer, we do moonlight yoga. And Ooh, so, so I can do that. I'll yes. participate. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my mornings are for my meditation. Yeah. My, yeah. So it's my two hours in the morning. <laughs> I know. We we get our meditation in at five, either four thirty or five o'clock in the morning, and so oh. we're also in bed at nine o'clock at night. So yeah, I'm like an eleven to seven girl. Yeah. And that's good. That's that. You know what you like, and your body's on the right time time zone for it. 
Yeah. So you know, anyhow, I totally hijacked that, but tell us yeah, about the yoga okay. that you started doing because it's just grown and it's beautiful. I hear so many good things about it. And a lot of people that I respect and admire do go and do your yoga. So thank you. Yes. So we're so excited. It's an incredible community. Robert and I have really been, so Robert is also a certified and Robert is yoga instructor and so Robert is the love of my life <laughs> and so we teach together you just lit beach. up yeah so <laughs> we teach together on the beach so sometimes he'll teach most of the time I teach but if I'm not available or whatever he'll he'll teach and it's a passion of ours to help people to find and protect their peace is what mm. we say and the way we do that is we really want to bring the yoga to as many people as we can. People that would normally go to a studio, especially because they're either intimidated. They think you have to be a certain size or color or shape or socioeconomic status to go. Maybe they can't afford to go to a studio. Maybe they're, you know, embarrassed because they don't know the words or the language, or they don't know how to do the poses. All of that's perfect. So we, the large majority of the students that come to do beach yoga with us are actually people that have never done yoga before. Many, many times we will have somebody be walking by just as we're getting ready to start class. And they're like, wow, you guys are going to teach yoga. And they're like, yeah, come on in. They're like, oh, I've always wanted to try yoga. We're like, well, look, we got an extra blanket right here. Why not now? Gosh, I love it. And then they do it. And then they're like, wow, I never realized what it was like. And then next thing you know, they're showing up every week. We had a student who, when she came, her first, I'll never, oh my gosh, just amazing. The first time she came to class after class, she came over to us and she said, that was amazing. Mm. She drove 40 minutes to get to us. And she sat in the parking lot, petrified to get out of her car. And I've been there. I've finally, been there. Then she finally came and came onto the beach and did it. And she realized that, you know what? It's okay. It's a welcoming community. All people are welcome. Every age, every size, every race, every, we had a homeless man that did yoga with us routinely for a while. I had a homeless man on Jack's beach the other day who joined us in the middle of class. We had a special needs child, a young girl came and helped me teach. Oh my God. In the middle of class, she walked up and she was like, what are you doing? How beautiful is this? And you wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. If you were still in court and if I was still, if you were still just living life, look, no shame. Many people are in corporate America. Yeah. But if you were still just living your life on your hamster wheel, you got off the freaking hamster wheel. I got off the wheel. You're creating. Well, and you know, I have had, I have had people walk up to me and say to me, thank you for your journey. Now think about that. They're thanking me for my journey. And what that basically, and even they went on to say, if it wasn't for you being right here, right now on this beach, I wouldn't have met you. 
and I wouldn't be feeling the way I'm feeling right now. And so thank you for your journey that brings you here onto the beach and able to do this, that enables me to experience you and to be able to learn these tools to find and protect my inner peace. And so yes. it's just, it's really incredible. It's so just, beautiful. I feel oh, very, very gosh. fortunate. Yeah, and I had no now, idea. So yeah, so now tell us about your yeah, <laughs> Now, my I, through beach yoga, have met this woman, Mary Beth Peroni, and she's on Instagram at Mindful Movement Florida. She's an amazing woman. She has her own fashion company. She has her own wellness company. Oh. And she's written a children's book, a children's book that's called I Have Superpowers. And this book is all about, it's for young children, and it talks to them about how their breath is their superpower. Mm. And it teaches them to focus on and recognize and use their breath anytime they're afraid, anytime they feel overwhelmed, anytime they're angry. Anyway, Mary Beth and I have a lot Mm. of things in common. And we got together and we said, you know what? You know, we just started talking pie in the sky. Like, if you could do anything, what would you do? And I was like, you know what? I would fill a stadium. Ah! I would fill a stadium full of people. And I would try and reach all a full stadium of people at the same time. And she said, we're going to do it. Oh, my gosh. You got chills. Yes. And so we're doing it. And so that was the the starting point of what now is called Women's Wellness Fest. Woo! So I love it. On February 12th, we are having Women's Wellness Fest at the Jack's Beach Seawalk Pavilion. I and know we are it's gonna, in Jacksonville, Florida, but hey, I know. if anybody ever wanted to come to Florida, now's you know the what? Right? Now's the time to do it. And I'm telling and we have people that are actually coming to Florida just for the event. We have some people coming over from Texas. We have some people coming down from New Jersey, coming just for the event. 300 women we're bringing together. Oh my in, gosh, I love in it. In the so. spirit of community to release the comparison, no comparisons, to release any expectations, any stress, and come together for a full day of yoga meditation, public speakers on shifting your mindset, on living authentically, Pilates, a sound bath. It includes lunch. We are bringing clean beauty. We have somebody coming and talking about clean beauty, all the things. We want to bring all these women together to recognize we are more alike than we are different. Mm. We want to bring them together to experience the power of these tools that we know to be so incredibly effective to help you find your own inner peace. It's right there. It's with you all the time. You have it every single second of every day. Your peace is not out there somewhere. Your peace is right here, right inside of you. And so we want to help all these women to tap into that because we have personally experienced it ourselves. Sure. But we want to bring them together to help them tap into that and create the most incredible positive energy 
just feel Woo! and you can possibly <laughs> imagine and lift everybody up. And I have you to know? say, everybody who's listening and you're on the fence, right? Don't be afraid of a whole day event. No, <laughs> not at all. 15, 19 hour events for a week, you know, and it's yeah. amazing. And it's this is not, this is go, I mean, check-in starts at 930, closing ceremony is at 3 p.m., you know, it's not this big, long, drawn out, like you're going to kill yourself. You know, you're going to just be worn down. This is a complete build you up, lift you up event, including oh, the, the community, the people that you will meet, yes. the community that people. Oh, my gosh. Because who you surround yourself with is who you become. So why not surround yourself with 300 people or 200 people, whatever it is that are yes. that are all there for the same thing to better their lives. Yes, to better their lives and to support others who also want to better their lives collectively. So, and to be love and give love. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know what? Alone, we are one drop. Together, we are the ocean. Oh, and you're doing it ocean side. (laughs) I know it. I know it. So, we're very, very excited about this event. We're so grateful for the people that have agreed to come and be a part of it with us and to put the event on. We're trying our hardest to reach as many people in the community as we can to have them come and join us. You know, it includes a swag bag. It includes lunch. 20% of all of our proceeds are going to V for victory. I don't know. Are you aware? Are you familiar with V for victory? No, I've never heard of it actually. I'm so glad. I am so grateful and glad to be able to tell you about them. So um, V for Victory is a local nonprofit, 501c3. Um, They were started by um, some of the folks involved with V's Pizza. Okay. And so V for Victory, they work with small businesses in our local community And they work with them to provide services to families and people in our local community who are battling cancer. Oh, wow. They provide things like home cleaning services, lawn care services, automotive services, food. Paying the things you don't think about, right? Paying utility bills. Because they experienced, that family experienced firsthand how difficult it was and what a strain it was on the family when someone in the family has cancer. Like there's all kinds of things that you don't think about. Right. And I happened to become aware of V for Victory because one of my beach yoga participants heard me talking about how I had lost five immediate family members to cancer in the past seven years. Wow. And they came up to me after class and I was sharing, you know, how grateful I was that I had the opportunity to spend time with each of my family members at the end of their lives and really help them and to be there for them. And this woman came up to me afterwards and she said, are you familiar with V for Victory? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh my gosh, you really have to connect with them for two reasons. Number one, she thought that I would be very much interested in 
you know, what it is that they stand for and what it is that they're trying to accomplish, but also because maybe I would be willing to provide my services as a support for some of the people who are struggling with cancer as well. And I said, absolutely. 100% yes. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Mary Beth is also experiencing cancer in her family, her extended family. And we both feel very, very passionately about supporting our local community. And we feel very (laughs) passionate about supporting this nonprofit that is currently two people. They only have two full-time people. Actually, they just got a part-time person, a third part-time person. And they are currently supporting 183 families in the local Jacksonville area. I mean, Karen, you are doing it. 183 families. They're supporting you're giving right back. Now. You're helping yes. people. I mean, yes. it's everything. I love yes. it. <laughs> I mean, I'm so I, glad I got you on here today. <laughs> I'm so grateful, Nicole. I am really so grateful. Thank you so much for inviting me and for being. Oh my gosh! Willing. Thank you for everything that you just shared. I mean, you guys. I mean, you're doing it all. I love it so much. So where can we find you, Karen? You can find me at beyondbreathwellness.com. You can find me on Instagram at beyondbreathwellness. You can find me on a fake. We have a Beyond Breath Wellness Facebook page. Oh, I'm not even, I'm just following you as Karen on Facebook. So so. you can also find me at kawood11 on Instagram and Karen Beebe Wood on Facebook. The Women's Wellness Fest, Women's Wellness Fest is, there's also womenswellnessfest.com. You can find us there. Tickets are available at 904tix904tix.com. Tickets are $107. Um, and it includes the full day of events. It includes lunch. It includes a swag bag. We it have includes some it awesome all. stuff. It's just- <laughs> yeah. There's some awesome stuff in the swag bag. We're so grateful for the support that we've gotten, you know, for the swag bag stuff too. And so this is amazing, Karen. I'm so proud of you. And so gosh, thank you for doing all, all that you do. Honestly, you, you you're giving back in the biggest way that you can in so many, well, and actually in many different ways that you can. So Thank living you. is given and you are living. I can see it in you. I see it. I feel it through you, but you are definitely giving back. You found your passion. You found your true love. You found you, you found it all. Listening, listening. And it, listening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Listening. Come inside. Come inside. The answers you seek are all inside you. Oh, okay. Yes. That's a great way to end. So on that. <laughs> You guys go check her out, follow her. You know, it will all be in the show notes. If you didn't write it down, you didn't see it. You can always go back and check it. Reach out to me, reach out to her. Like, ah, and as always, make it an awesome, awesome day. Much, much love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Believe It, Achieve It. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you some value, please share it with a friend or subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. I love hearing from all of you, so please drop me a line at CoachNicoleWindley.com. That is CoachNicoleWindley, W-I-N-D-L-E-Y.com. Catch you next time. Much, much love.